We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, what's good, Knicks Nation? Alex Terrace here, a.k.a. the Tratocaster. Welcome back to another Game of the Week preview. This time we're previewing the matchup between the New York Knicks and the Washington Wizards. And who better to join us today to break this game down? None other than Dave Johnson. He's been he's been doing the play-by-play broadcast for the Washington Wizards for 27 years. We're so grateful to have him here with us today to help us preview this game. And make sure to hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Make sure to share the light. Make sure to share the links to all the to all your friends, family members out there, so that way they can tune in and get ready for tomorrow's game. And make sure to remember that this show is sponsored by underdog fantasy make sure to use the promo code kftv to get a match to up to 100 dollars. dave how are you doing today how are you feeling uh, you know it's the nba season i'm feeling great it's it's a it's a busy part of the season we had a game against the mavericks on wednesday uh you know we're we're in a new journey uh for the wizards uh, a lot of changes and and it, it you know whatever you want to call it it's it's a rebuild a reboot uh, it, it doesn't matter what the term is. It just uh, anytime you have a, a team like the Wizards and you have eight players on a 15 man roster, eight new players on a 15 man roster, uh, it very much is is a season of discovery and, and a season of, of, of opportunity uh, for the Wizards. So that means that that, uh, you know, right now we're, we're still trying to, to discover this team. We still don't have answers on this team, but that's how you get better in, in the NBA. The Knicks know this uh, and how the Knicks have, have created themselves as a, a competitive franchise, one with cap flexibility. Uh, they had to go through a process. Uh, it, it just there's no shortcuts in the NBA. It, it's not it's not like the NFL uh, where you could literally, you know, OK, you don't like that quarterback. You just owe him the signing bonus and we start again. Uh, it, it's a it's a little bit slower ship if you will, to move around when you're talking about an NBA team. For sure. And as you're talking about the rebuild or whatever you want to call for the Washington Wizards, I got a few questions about that, their process right now. I mean, before this offseason, it seemed like they had a trio that they were ready to run back with in Bradley Beal, Christos Porzingis, Kyle Kuzma. Granted, they only played 35 games together last year and went 16 and 19 while they were when they all shared the fort together. A lot of changes happen. Bradley Beal goes out to uh, the Suns, right? You have then KP going out to Boston. You then follow up the trade with uh, for the Bradley Beal deal by getting Jordan Poole from the Warriors and sending CP3 out there. What did you make out of all the changes? Did you expect him to make a, a, a to run it back with that team, or did you expect changes coming that offseason? 
Well, no, I mean, it was uh, obviously a tough decision because, as you mentioned, the trio of, of, of uh, uh, you know, Porzingis and, and, and Beal and company did not actually, and Kuzma did not actually get on the court, uh, you know, a lot. And, and actually, uh, you know, it was 35 games or whatever it was. And again, you know, Christoph Porzingis, as uh, certainly people know him in New York, and uh, he really is a special talent. And um, and he was with the Wizards. He, he arguably had his, his best season with the Wizards. Uh, he was able to, to stay healthy. And, and you know, a, a veteran with us uh, had, had mentioned that the one thing that people don't realize about Christoph Sporzing is he's a tough player. He plays through hurts uh, and aches and pains because, look, this is a, a, a painful league. Uh, they don't call it the hardwood because it's a, a soft landing that these guys fall on. Um, and and he, you know, he he was bothered by, you know, people talking about, you know, he can't stay healthy. I mean, in other words, he understood the criticism or the the whatever you want to call it. But uh, as a, as an elite player, you never want to hear that, you know, you're, you can't stay on the court. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think as the, the season ended, you know, if you talk about early April, uh, you're thinking, well, uh, all right, let, you know, we'll run it back and, and and see what happens. And and you know, dramatic changes were made, a change in the front office, um, and I, I basically, you know, a decision was made that no, we're not going to run it back. And you know, what this team is now looking at is is can can they create a a, a franchise? And and look, it's not unique. It's what the Knicks, any team, is trying to create. Mm -hmm is sustained success with the wizards. If you look at the last decade, uh, yes, the wizards can make the playoffs and can compete. Uh, and when they're healthy, they can get to the second round. Uh, they can flirt with getting, you know, past the second round, like they did, uh, against the Boston Celtics in 2017. Uh, but it's always competing for that seventh or eighth. It seems like, and, and, um, so it, basically I think a dramatic, uh, change was made in the hopes of, all right, starting new, and and now you want to get to a situation uh, where you you're perennially or or annually, I should say, you know, not only competing for a seventh and eighth spot, but even even higher than that. And it's it's hard. It's hard in the NBA because uh, you know you you can you can reboot, uh, and 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 rebooting also means all right. Well, you know, I'm going to take some lumps, and the Wizards so far this season obviously are. That means, okay, maybe you end up with a high draft pick. But guess what? You have to hit on that high draft pick, uh, and you have to develop mm -hmm. that high draft pick. So it, it's just not as simple as tanking. Uh, and, and uh, you know, again, I dismiss the notion uh, of, you know, tanking is something that, that you know, is, is great for sports talk radio and et cetera. But no team – no player goes into a game saying, well, we're just going to tank or we're just going to lose because you're going to get hurt that way uh, For sure. in this league. And and you have a collection, uh, regardless of, you know, from the outside, what people will say, well, well you know, it, it matters. Why does it matter? Why don't they just lose 60 games and get the number one pick and and go from there? But what you have is is players uh, that are they're competing for an opportunity, competing for their NBA careers, which, by the way, is a good-paying gig, and it's a hard job to keep. Absolutely. There's it's totally a difficult of, job. Oh, billions of people on this planet and only 500 NBA players. So, uh, And the way you get better also is you you create a culture 
uh, of winning and competitiveness and, and accountability. And that's that's what the Wizards are, are working on now. Absolutely. And that's what the Knicks are uh, to go through for quite some time. Right. And now we got Jalen Brunson. You have Julius Randle on the team. RJ starting to take that set that that, you know, become a more consistent player is what I want to say. Not only, but become a more consistent player. And that's what you want to see when a team rebuilds or however you want to call it, the the phrasing for it. Right. And, and it's very difficult, as you said. And so I, I totally understand it. And to watch the Wizards, you know, you had what seems like to be a promising tenure with Beal and John Wall as your backcourt. And then John Wall unfortunately gets injured and then it just starts to spiral down. And now you're at this juncture where you now you have Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole. But based on Mark Stein's reports, you know, it doesn't seem like that's the direction the Wizards want to go. Uh, according to Mark Stein, you know, uh, the Wizards may not view Jordan Poole as a key piece for their long-term future and will explore trade options. What do you make of that? You know, what I make of that is, it, it, uh, last I checked, it's, I mean, I, you know, again, I'm not disputing anybody's reports or, or accuracy or whatever, but my, my take is, look, we're, this is, we're record, a record is two and nine. It's 11 games in, into this, this journey. Um, I, I, I think it would, it, it would be too, or it would be hard to be able to judge after 11 games, say, all right, well, we know exactly what future we're going to take. That that's my belief. I, I think, uh, that, you know, when you're, when you're rebuilding or you're, uh, in, in the, the infancy of, of starting in a new direction, I think anything's possible with, with any player, uh, to some degree. Uh, but but I don't think, you know, I certainly can't predict, you know, 11 games in whether, you know, Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma or whoever is going to be around four years from now or, or whatever. So I, I think it's just it's just too early, um, you, you know, and it's also um, it, nobody's, uh, uh, you know, in the NBA, you're, you're not untradeable until you're traded. In other words, if, if, if it, you know, a deal is made that makes sense for any player than for teams, um, you know, it, it suddenly can dramatically change. Uh, look, we, we started this off season. If you asked me on April 10th, is Bradley Beal going to be traded this off season? I, there's no way I'd be able to say, well, yeah, no, I expect that to happen. So mm -hmm. I, I just think there's, you know, the, the NBA news cycle is certainly going to be a daily basis, but decisions aren't made on a, on a daily basis. So, uh, I mean, it's early days. I think Jordan Poole is still getting used to a new role. Uh, it, it's not, uh, you know, a supporting cast member. It's more of a uh, direct member of a, a team or a leader of this team. Uh, you know, it's funny. We, we do a post-game show after every game, and I'm, I was talking to some fans last night. We had them on the post-game show, and, uh, and we, it's a live show that we do. So, you, you, you know, you not only – it's not just call-ins. You're actually seeing their facial expressions and, and what they're feeling. And they're, you know, these are season ticket holders. And they were just saying, look, he's, you know, he's just got to relax and and play his game. And and uh and and they get it. It's not easy coming to a new situation. And it doesn't mean you add water and right away, uh, you, you know, you're you're it you, the the transition's going to be seamless. Um, and and so I I think a lot still has to play out for this Wizards team. And, and I, I just can't in, in a million years think that any decisions are made um, 11 games into anything. But that's just my opinion.
Once again, we're talking to Dave Johnson. He's the play-by-play announcer for the Washington Wizards. He's been doing it for 27 years. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button for your boys and make sure to share these, share the link to this video. All right. All right, Dave. So after, after the beginning of this season, right. And we start to see that it, it's two and nine. It's been all up and down for the Wizards so far. What have you made about Wes and Selig so far coaching this team and his entire tenure as a Wizards head coach? Well, I, as I've said, be, be, Four in terms of people asking about Wessonsell Jr. I've known Wessonsell Jr. since he was uh, an intern uh, w- with the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he's uh, uniquely uh, uh, prepared to be an NBA coach like no other uh, person in the league because there is no one else that I'm aware of that's the son of one of the 50 greatest players of all time uh, that that is in a head coaching position and look that doesn't mean that if you're the son of one of the greatest players you're automatically going to be a good coach but what i'm saying is that he's got a unique dna in in terms of he grew up with his dad especially at the time that he was growing up his formative years you know his dad was more off the court reviewing and he talks about this reviewing game film at home you know, he grew up in a winning culture with the certainly the Washington Bullets at the time as his, his dad played and, and being in the locker room, uh, a winning locker room. So this is a an environment that to him, it's it's been a part of his life since since day one. But then you you apply the hard work that he's put in and the dues he's paid to get to this position and. Uh, that includes, uh, as I, as you know, West Sunseld, his father, uh, as he graduated from Johns Hopkins University, a very good school in Baltimore. He had options to do other things if he wanted to pursue basketball. And and uh, you know, his father said, "Well, I'm gonna, you know, maybe open an opportunity for him, but he's gonna get no breaks." And believe me, uh, you know, West Sunseld Senior was not uh, somebody that would have. Uh, given special treatment, especially to his son. Moreover, I think he probably had it harder uh, than anyone else breaking into the business. And and then, you know, you look at where he has been and who's he's who, who he's worked for. Uh, he was on Mark Jackson's uh, staff in Golden State. He was in Orlando, and of course, most recently, uh, the NBA champions, the the Denver Nuggets. And and you talk to Michael Malone about the role West Sunsell Jr. played in, in the development of the Nuggets identity, uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, so, you know, he comes now to a Wizards season, uh, Wizards team, very much seasoned uh, to be in a head coaching role. It's not diff- It's not easy uh, when all of a sudden, you know, you're shifting. And, and like we are, the Wizards, uh, where you go from a team that, uh, okay, you've, you've got some some pieces and, and you're, you're expected to compete now, whereas it's it's more a development uh, stage right now. And so um, I think he's uniquely qualified to do that because that's something he's done, you know, his entire NBA career and help develop players and to get um, to, to where they need to be and where the, the, the team needs to be. And uh, you know, it's not something that you're going to see in the one and loss record, and it's not something that can be evaluated, you know, now, you know, we're going to be looking at this next year and how was this year and how did this team look uh, in April versus November? 
for sure. And he's only this is his third season with the Wizards, so it's still very early to see how the team unfolds. But talking about his ability to develop a team and, and the the current changes that this Wizards team has gone through, what are the expectations for this team moving forward then? Well, the expectation is is and this is where it's not easy, uh, and it takes time. You have to develop uh, a, a culture, a way of doing things, uh, uh, and and it, it's done game by game, and it doesn't always show. Well, well, well they won, you know, uh, three more games this week versus uh, you know two weeks ago or whatever. Um, and and it also means you don't start. Uh, there's already been a lot of change in terms of okay, we're we're overhauling the roster, uh, which the Wizards have done, as I mentioned, eight new players so now uh, consistency is, is important you've got to have a consistent message coming throughout the the entire organization uh and this is something that the president michael winger who came from the los angeles clippers will dawkins who had a lot of success working in oklahoma city um as you look to to build going forward and it's about building uh you, you identify all right these are people that have the personalities the skills uh, to to get us to where we want to go, and it's it's going to be uh, a journey, and it's it's going to be a journey where you're going to be celebrating, you know, a Bilal Koulibaly, a rookie, and what he's doing, uh, and and continues to to impress on on a gradual basis. You, you're gonna we're going to be celebrating if you're a Wizards fan. Uh, you know, the, I, I get it. The, the, there was a bad loss earlier this week in Toronto where they were uh, should have closed that that game, but but they're not there yet, obviously, as a, as a maturity of a team. But maybe a month from now, or maybe tomorrow night against the Knicks, or who knows, you're in a situation where you are up in the fourth quarter and you close that game. Then that's progress, and that's what you judge, and that's that's the gradual, you know, things that that will be metrics that that you use to judge how this team is going. You, you ask the Knicks, you ask the Sixers, anybody that's gone through a process where you're you're starting over uh they're not going to say well you know after 10 games boy we had it all figured out and then it was smooth sailing from there and once again we're talking to dave johnson he's the play-by-play -play announcer for the washington wizards he's been doing it for 27 years make sure you hit that thumbs up button for your boys and remember to support our sponsor listen today we're sponsored by underdog fantasy everyone out there you got to make sure to download this app to have fun on a, on a daily basis when you're watching sports, especially the NBA season. I've been enjoying using Underdog Fantasy this season. So have the other co-hosts like CK, JD, CP. We're having a great time using this app. It's simple to use. All you got to do is choose higher or lower. You choose about you can choose up to five players. Choose higher or lower on based on some of the statistical categories that they give you. Do you believe they're going to have more than five shot attempts? Do you believe they're going to score more than 20 some odd points? Do you think they're going to get more than eight rebounds? You could choose higher and lower and they got a they got all these different categories unlike another other platforms out there. But the thing that I like the most about them is that they give you the option to either choose a standard which they'll give you a $20 payout or you can go with the insurance. So if you make one mistake, you still get something through the app. So make sure to download the app, Underdog Fantasy, and use our promo code KFTV to get up to a $100 match. Once again, make sure to use our promo code KFTV to get up to a $100 match. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, Dave, getting back to this. Let's get into this matchup, Dave. All right. Now that we got the storylines out of the way, I need to know what you think about this matchup right here. I think for tomorrow's matchup, the, the key matchup to me is Julius Randle versus Kyle Kuzma. And I'm looking at the two main faces of their respective teams, right? Well, it, it could be Brunson for the Knicks, but right now Julius has been, after a strong game last night, against the Atlanta Hawks where we really need him. He's starting to come back strong on the season. He's a, he's the two-time all he's been two-time all NBA, two-time all-star. He's really made a, a name for himself out in New York and you have Kyle Kuzma doing the same for himself out in Washington with his scoring prowess. I think this is the matchup to watch out for because I remember last season, Dave. I remember last season Kyle Kuzma came with a you're too small Julius and then Julius decided to turn it up to another notch and then show Kyle Kuzma who's what who who's who's the top dog in his eyes. So that's the big key matchup for me. And I think the difficulty in this matchup is guarding one another for each opponent, right? Because Randall, we know he can get hot, especially once he gets going downhill. He can attack the rim. That's what he's been doing very well this year. And the thing that has really impressed me about Randall is he's now take his playmaking up to another notch. He's now finding his teammates on the perimeter. He's finding Mitchell Robinson in the paint for some easy dunks. I like how Julius has been playing to start this season so far, and now his scoring has been able to come back up to where it should be. And then for Kyle Kuzma, obviously, Julius is going to, he's not known for as being a defender, but Kyle Kuzma can be that scoring that scoring uh, weapon as well for the Wizards. That's my key matchup for tomorrow's game. What do you make of that? Yeah, no, it's hard not to, to look at that. And, and listen, it, it reminds me of – uh monday night it, when we were in toronto the wizards and and pascal siakam and and you know kyle kuzma going at it and and both had 
34, 36 points, you know, similar numbers and, and playing similar role, similar roles for their teams in terms of, you know, they can, you know, tell their teammates, you know, put me on your back and, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll lead the way and, and I'll dictate terms. And, and uh, you know, that's certainly it, it turned out to be a great matchup on, on Monday night between these two. And, and you talked to Kyle Kuzma after the game on Monday night. I mean, that's and I'm sure Julius Brandle says the same thing. It, it's with these guys. You know, they grow up thinking about it. You know, let me go up against the best. They don't. They don't want an easy time. Uh, they want to be challenged because that's how they got to be where they are as as elite NBA players. So, you know, that's that's going to be you know certainly one of the the, the fascinating storylines against a you know a New York Knicks team that the Wizards are, are going to have to find a way to 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 match their their physicality. The Wizards, like they did in preseason, it would certainly help. Uh, and, and this has been a big struggle for the Wizards uh, and the way they are built. Uh, it would be nice if they can get 23 pointers and, and mm. uh, be a volume shooting three point team and a volume making three point team. I think about the loss of uh, the, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, you know, it, 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 you only make eight or nine three pointers against the Mavericks. Uh, you know, that's uh, with Luka Doncic and company in town. That's that's not going to be an easy get. And needless to say, they didn't get it. Um, so it's, it's, if, if you look at that preseason game between the mm -hmm. two teams, I know it's only preseason, but you know, there's some elements that, that need to be repeated if the wizards are going to have a success on, on Friday night, which, which is in a NBA in season tournament game, which, you know, by the way, I'm a big fan of. So, um, Same. you know, looking, looking forward to it because it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm old enough to, uh, 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 the, the Knicks, it, it, there's still such a mystique uh, about the Knicks. There's still a, 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 it's still special to me to 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 go to to Madison Square Garden. I I remember I'm old enough, and people can Google this. You know when Earl Monroe played for the Bullets, and then mm. of course uh, the, the Knicks. And so uh, it it just it's they're great. The you know West Unseld against Willis Reed for goodness sakes. So it, it uh, now I know I'm going way way old school, but the point being is. Uh, and it's going to be the the atmosphere of Friday at, at Capital One Arena. It, it's still the the New York Knicks in town. And by the way, you know, <laughs> the one thing about New York is yeah, yeah, they tell me there's a big population in New York. Well, the, the other thing, not only is there a big population still living in New York, but then there's people that are from New York that are living everyone else, every place yes. else, especially Washington, D.C. I think we have half of New York City living in Washington, D.C. part of the time. So <laughs> that's going that's to add to the atmosphere on Friday night. Absolutely. Look, as in, uh, I'm originally from New York, born and raised for over 25 years, but I live out in Boston too. So when we got some, there's enough Knicks fans out here when they go to TD Garden to go watch a Knicks Celtics game. But keep it on track with the, with this matchup. You talk about the preseason game. The one that stood out to me during that matchup was Jordan Poole. We know how he can just light up an arena with his with when he gets going. Um, and for me, that's another match I'm looking forward to. You know, Grimes got hurt yesterday. I don't know if he's back for tomorrow's game. RJ's been out with a migraine. So I am question I'm wondering who's going to guard Jordan Poole tomorrow because in preseason it was Quentin Grimes. If he's good to go, I expect Grimes to be on Jordan Poole to stop Poole from being able to be that scoring threat that were that we saw out on the Warriors and what he can be for the Wizards. Um, if he's not going, I'm wondering if it's going to be IQ that's going to get the nod to start, if he's going to get the assignment to guard Jordan Poole, or if it's Josh Hart. Those are my that's my that's what I'm wondering for tomorrow's game. Is that another matchup that you're looking at? 
No, and also especially uh, because uh, as much as I was just talking about how it's important for you know Jordan Poole not to to put you know pressure on himself, and because when when that you know uh, again you look at his numbers, he's he's produced the numbers, but I know he, he can be better, and he knows he can be better, and so uh, he's looking for. Um, I, I believe anyway, a, a signature, you know, breakout game in his young Wizards career. And that's not unlike any other uh, new player coming to a, a different team or, or a new player on a team. Uh, as you, you accept a new role, you, you, uh, uh, you, you want to, you know, be more like Kyle Kuzma, if you will. I mean, Kyle Kuzma is, you know, nine games or 10 games above 20 points. He's, you know, this has been his team last year with Bradley Beal. Now it's still very much Kyle Kuzma's team, but Jordan Poole needs to be a part of that for the Wizards uh, to have more success and to, to continue to develop. So um, he's, a, he's a player that knows what big games are all about. And this, you know, and I'm not just saying this because it's NBA and season tournament game. It's also where the Wizards are. The, this this is a team that, that has let some games get away. It, it hurts to lose. Uh, and and they should have won in Toronto. They should have won in Brooklyn. They should have beaten Charlotte a, a week ago. Uh, so this is a team that, that is is the Wizards. I believe will will come in, uh, you know, with a level of, of frustration that they need to to, to translate into uh, success. And and you know, Jordan Bull certainly will be looking to do that. You know, Friday night against the Knicks. Absolutely. And, you know, for other matchups that I'm looking at, I mean, you got Tyus Jones and Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson is going to cause problems for Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones, I like him as a guard. I think he's a good facilitator um, and good at getting teams organized. But just to guard Brunson, a guy, once he gets going, he's a tough guy to stop. I mean, we even saw how he dropped 40 points in the playoffs against the Miami Heat. He's just unguardable. Even though Brunson's been struggling a little bit to find a rhythm to start the season, not sure what it is. Maybe it's playing FIBA and just coming off and, and the mileage of last season as well. Uh, he's still trying to find his groove. He can get to his spots, but he's just looking for his shots to fall. I still think that's going to be a tough cover for Tyus. You know, if RJ does play, I'm expecting RJ and Denny to be the ones matching up. And then Robinson, he's just been on a, on another level this season. And I'm, I'm expecting him to really give Gafford a run for his money tomorrow. Um, usually that's been some, there's been some close matches between Gafford and Robinson, but Robinson this season has really taken it to another level where he's looking at like an all defensive team type player. The impact that he's been making this season has just been astounding. I mean, especially on the offensive glass, he's averaging over five rebounds on the offensive glass alone per game. Uh, you know, for the last, for the last, for what's it, we're through 11 games right now, he's getting double digit boards. It's just, he's just been phenomenal. He's impacting the the paint. He's able to guard on the perimeter. I expect Robinson to have a really good matchup and limit Gafford's success. But you did mention somebody else that I want to ask you about, which is Bilal Kualabale and the Wizards bench, because he's been making a name for himself. So you can give me some thoughts because I think the benches may have a good spark between quickly leading the Knicks bench and Kualabale leading the Wizards bench. Yeah, and of course, uh, Emmanuel quickly has uh, you know, become – uh, a favorite uh, because he certainly lives up to his name quickly the way he, mm -hmm. he approaches it but also he's not from far from here uh, in in yep. uh, you know north of Baltimore in, in Hartford uh, county and and you know it's it's a you know quite frankly in my mind a great story because uh, you know with all due respect to John Carroll High School in, in Baltimore in, in Hartford county we're not talking about a a uh, school that you know you can say oh well all you know it's not Prince George's county we're Kevin Durant and, and half of the NBA 
you know, came from. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's developed in such, to such a, a wonderful player. Look, this is, this is why, and we talk about it. I know you talk about it all the time. We can, we can talk about who's the starting and this or that. Well, it's who's in the game at, at critical moments and, and what's the rotation and what, what Bilal Kulabali, uh, he is going to be special and he's going to be special because I, I don't know if I've ever seen um, a 19 year old. He just, he just gets it. And if you watch him play, uh, and, and as, as somebody you know was asking me about early stats, and I wasn't even looking at you know what his points per game because they're not they're not focusing on uh, that. And I and I just said, look, he's playing very well, and he's playing smart basketball, and that's why he's getting multiple steals or blocks. I mean, it's not only the the athleticism he has, but as Kyle Kuzma says, he's probably the most locked in on the scouting report. That's mm. how he's getting those steals. He understands. Uh, you know, knowing your personnel and or knowing the other team's personnel and and the the nuances of opposing players, even though uh, he is a rookie, his his demeanor does not change. If he makes a big three or he makes a bad turnover, there is no change in his facial expression. He is uh, all business, uh, and that's not easy to do as a you know, think about how we all were at 18 or 19 or whatever. There's a lot of emotions that, that are, that are flowing through us. So uh, I just, you know, he did fall under the way radar in terms of playing with Victor Wembenyama. They were on the same French team. Mm-hmm. You know, so everybody was focused on him. Now, as people were scouting Victor Wembenyama, Wembenyama, <laughs> I can't even say it. This is, but Victor, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, as they were scouting him, uh, these scouts are like, wait a minute, what about this other guy? And and that and certainly the Wizards traded actually because they wanted him uh, so badly on on draft night, and that was actually that was the the drafting of, of Bilal Kulabali. It sent a message to the fan base. I still remember the draft party and the fans saying, "All right, I get it. This is different. This is different. This shows that." the wizards want to go with a long-term vision because you're not drafting somebody that you're expecting uh, to turn around the franchise in a year. This is someone that you want to be a part of a surge in the NBA. And he, he certainly so far has shown all the attributes that, that he's going to be the real deal. That sounds amazing. That sounds like they really hit on this draft for, for the wizards this year around. Dave, I appreciate your time joining us today. Before we let you out of here, what do you predict for tomorrow's game? What do, what do you think is going to happen? Well, it, it, it's look, it's going to be a, a challenge. The Knicks are, uh, and this is why, and we've talked about this when we did our preseason broadcast. Knicks fans should be very proud of of their team and what they've accomplished and what they've they've created. And it's 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 you know, and again, you make the right moves, get the right players. Look, look what. You know, the NBA is also about fit and opportunity. Look how Jalen Brunson has thrived in the New York Knicks uh, in, environment. And and so all these players in the league, if they're in the league, they're good. Uh, but but they, they some can be better in other situations. And um, the Knicks have the, have the complete package. I, I would, you know, say, look, clearly on paper, the Knicks are favored. If, if the Wizards... Are, are going to win they're they're going to have to get points off turnovers which 
That's something they've prided themselves on. They're number, they were number one in the NBA in points off turnovers uh, before last night against the Mavericks or before Wednesday against the Mavericks. And that was a big reason why, again, if they were going to have success against the Mavericks, they had to get more than eight points off turnovers. In other words, <laughs> they had 23. They've been averaging about 22, 23 points off turnovers. So it, it's going to be have to be the, the defense turning to offense. And, and the Wizards, if you look at the numbers, and, and this is even before this season, so it's, it's a, you know, essentially comparing different teams, but still the Wizards, you know, this is a league where the three-point ball is is important. And and if the Wizards are, are going to have success uh, against the New, York's, New York Knicks on Friday night, you know what? Uh, you think about the preseason game. Uh, Mike Muscala, for goodness sakes, turned that game around by coming in and, and getting hot. Um, so it's it's going to take, you know, those kind of X factors, you know, I believe for the Wizards uh, to have success. But Hey, listen, it's a it's an in-season tournament game. It's Friday night. It, the place is going to be packed. There's going to be Knicks fans there. Everybody's going to be <laughs> jumping. I mean, it's a nation's capital. The joint's going to be jumping. So let's just let's just throw it out there and see what happens. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the in-season tournament as well. I, I like it. I'm a big I'm a big fan of it as well. I'm looking forward to see how tomorrow tomorrow goes. I'm looking forward to see the Wizards court, honestly. All these courts are so interesting. Oh, yeah. Not really been a not really been a big fan of them, especially the Knicks orange one that's coming through. I'm gonna have to wear sunglasses while I'm watching on the television. But well, uh I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the Wizards court tomorrow. Well, well first of all, and and the uh our first game in the in-season tournament was in Miami. I don't know if you saw their court, but it is red. Oh, it just yeah, it's, it's, wow. it's it's blood it's, red. Yeah, you're not. But the Wizards court, and this will be uh, as people, you know, uh, watch maybe or listen to my great friend Ed Cohen or, or you know, you got Clyde up there doing the Knicks television. The the uh, there's a great historical lesson to the Wizards court. It's based on the, the boundary stones. Now, for our, our, our listeners and viewers that don't know what boundary stones are, because I didn't know what they were. Uh, and one of our great Wizards season tickler, Stephen Powers. Uh, was a, was passionate about these boundary stones. And, and the boundary stones create, they're literally stones that create the boundary of the nation's capital. When they form the nation's capital, to create the nation's capital, uh, the founders of our country you know, had Maryland and Virginia donate land to form what's mm. known as the District of Columbia. And the reason they did this, and the reason why they wanted at that time to create a federal city is because they didn't want any state to have any any uh, advantage by saying our well, Virginia is the home of the nation's capital, Maryland's the home of the nation's capital. So literally, these boundary stones still exist. And I've taken a tour with with our uh, season ticket holder, and some of these boundary stones are on streets. Some of these boundary stones are in people's yards, and they're fenced off. Uh, so that's where some of the color scheme actually comes from. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's celebrating something that's uniquely. Uh, DC and and so I, I I believe we have got the most unique story behind our city edition uniforms of any team in the NBA. Then there you go, and that's why you come to Knicks Fan TV, people, to get a history lesson from Dave. Thank you so much, Dave, for for coming through. I think it's going to be you know it all depends on if Grimes for me Grimes or RJ. If one of them is back, I think the Knicks have a shot. If they're both down, we're really going to need another good outing from quickly and obviously Brunson has to be on point and so with Randall but I think it's gonna be a good one it all depends on who's in tomorrow for the Knicks but thank you for joining and make sure make sure everybody to to, to tune in to the broadcast tomorrow if you can't listen to MSG if you're like me and you got to tune out make sure to tune in if you can't get the MSG broadcast tune in and listen to Dave and let's get another perspective sometimes it's nice to hear other other analyst perspective and play-by-play color commentators perspectives on opposing teams Dave, thank you once again for joining. Please let our listeners know where they can find you. But thank you all for tuning in. 
uh, as we're waiting for Dave to, to get back. Let's see if he can get his audio go back and going. There we go. I'm sorry. Yeah, look at that. Uh, fans have been trying to mute me for years. At Dave J Sports <laughs> on Twitter. And again, I appreciate you finding me on NBA Audio uh, League Pass. And and again, it's a wonderful league. And uh, again, I, I always get psyched up when it's the uh, next, whether we're at Madison Square Garden or we're at Capital One Arena. Awesome, Dave. Thank you once again. And thank you to everyone who tuned in for another Game of the Week preview. Salute to all of our franchise channel members. We got Chuck D, the rhyme animal Chuck D in the building himself. Thank you for tuning in. We got, oh, shout out to my guy, Jalen, uh, associate editor for KnicksFanTV.com. We got John Talento in here, My Two Cents, Rare Edition. Everybody, salute to you for tuning in for another Game of the Week preview. You know what to do. Make sure to catch tomorrow. We're going to have another play-by-play. I believe CK is going to be hosting it. And you always know to tune in after the game to catch post game with me, CP, Jake Asman joining us tomorrow. So make sure to tune in after the game. Once again, thank you today for joining us. Make sure to support our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Use that promo code KFTV for up to a $100 match. And also make sure to check out KnicksFanTV.com. All right, everyone. We'll catch you later. Salute to the mod. Salute to everybody else. Salute to Knicks Nation. We'll catch you later. We're out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.